0: Welcome to this week's edition of Tiger Talk. My name is Will Colmeyer. I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations at the number one community college in Mississippi, one of the top in the South, in getting our students prepared for the workforce. That's according to Zipia, a career website out of California, and we're talking about Northeast Mississippi Community College. Say it's less than two weeks away from the start of our fall semester, face-to-face classes scheduled to begin on August the 3rd. Online classes begin August 24th. Our online education, by the way, not only ranked number one in Mississippi among all higher ed institutions, that counts universities, colleges, community colleges, whatever, but we're also ranked number two in the nation among all community colleges. Time now to bring in our president, Dr. Ricky Ford. This is the 15th straight week that Dr. Ford has joined us with his weekly message during the pandemic.
1: Well, good morning, Will, and thank you so much. And it's good to be able to talk to everybody and see everybody. Uh, I know right now probably a lot of people have a lot of questions. and concerns and that type thing, but I just want to take an opportunity to tell everyone to just kind of relax a little bit, and if we let this pandemic get to us, it will, so we've got to make sure that we all remain focused and we just uh, relax and and understand that we're going to all get through with this. We're going to navigate our way through it, and we're going to be successful at the end of the day. Uh, I do want to talk about a few things today that we will be getting out to everyone as far as the, uh, the plan to reopen and the plan for success is what I call it. You know, the thing that we need to look at is see what all we have in place. And, of course, we, we are concerned about the health and safety of, of all of our people first. We have hand sanitizers which are located throughout the campus. Uh, we will require that masks be worn by all of our students, our faculty, our staff, and our employees. We will also require uh, everyone to view a health and safety training uh, video. We will also adhere to COVID 19 protocols, which will be distributed to all students uh, via email and also NCC social media. In the classroom, we will be looking at in person and online classes. Classroom setup will adhere to social distancing requirements. Uh, Masks will be required in, in all classrooms classrooms and common areas will be regularly sanitized let me also say this that we will certainly allow going to allow our faculty to have the freedom to make decisions on their own on their delivery system and how they're going to conduct business Within their classroom, uh, as far as requirements for masks and those type of things. However, uh, we are strongly encouraging and, and, and that all, everyone wear a mask. I think that is huge that we do that. Uh, and our housing, our dorms, uh, there will be one main entrance for each resident hall. Um, the lounge and the kitchen area will be closed. Visitation will be uh, discouraged. As far as congregating students and and visitors outside in the lobby area, we will also instill some curfews probably just in order to monitor all in and out uh, traffic. Uh, One big item that we were really discussing and are still discussing, and that is the use of the cafeteria and the uh, food court. Of course, there's one main entrance into the cafeteria, uh, the setup has been adjusted and it will adhere to social distancing requirements. There will be a grab and go section. Uh, the buffet aspect of the cafeteria will certainly be be closed. We are contemplating looking at possibly a to-go option only. Uh, students would come by and pick it up and, and leave it. We're having some issues and concerns with that, so we're going to work through that and we'll relay all that information at uh, a later date. Uh, Student events that we will have on campus, such as meetings of clubs and organizations and other things, masks and social distancing will be required. There will be virtual programming available on NEMCC TV. There will be other options for... Uh, advisors of clubs and leaders of clubs and instructors that will be able to use different virtual aspects if they have to in order to carry on uh, their meetings with with the organization's live streams for large events will be on NEMCC TV and programming will also be offered in multiple locations uh, just to minimize the the crowds when we look at the health and safety of our entire campus that is at the top of the list and we've got to make sure that we adhere to all the guidelines and have the safest operations around to promote healthy operations and to um, mitigate some risk of COVID-19 infections and also prevent the spread among our students and our employees. There will be a screening form which each employee will fill out each day and your division ahead will give you guidance there. Also we will have in place some tracking team which will locate the students or employees who have been in contact with COVID, uh, we will do some tracking there to find out who they've been in contact with to make sure that they know and that they will know that they need to, uh, to quarantine. Each Northeast student will receive a screening form each day that will have a flow chart on it. Uh, this will be provided to them so they, and it will be explained in their student material. Also the Northeast Employee Guidance on COVID also will have a screening form and that will be provided in depth uh, as far as details with it with your division head or your supervisor. As most of you know, we will be ongoing with uh, our evaluation of the way that we do things. We will regularly monitor uh, infection data throughout the state, the rise, uh, the the fall of it. So I'm sure that um, everyone is concerned about the conditions that surround us and we will make sure that we stay on top of that uh, in case there's community spread of COVID-19. Face coverings will be required of all faculty, staff, students, and visitors uh, that come onto campus. And there are multiple different types of face coverings that you, you can use and that's found on our uh, guidelines that we will have sent to you and also be listed online too cleaning and sanitation our custodial staff we've spent the time and the effort to train them on enhanced cleaning and and sanitation procedures uh, all classroom facilities will be deep cleaned each day and then high touch areas during out throughout the day doorknobs common areas light switches handrails those type of things will be cleaned frequently throughout uh, the day. Signage and education, Uh, I think signage and education is going to be a big factor in whether or not we control the spread of the COVID-19, and then the education aspect of it, making sure that our students understand the, the risks involved with their negligence on not wearing masks, on not washing their hands, and upon not distancing from each other. Those are going to be three aspects that we're really going to push, and you're gonna hear a lot about those throughout the uh, this school year. Uh, there will be floor markings uh, all across campus uh, that will indicate this distancing, the flow of traffic at dining facilities, residence halls, and other points of of, of entrance and exit. Will uh, will be available. So I think, as I said, signage and education are going to play a big part in this, and we must do our part to educate each other. When we look at the academic areas of our of our, our campus, once we reopen, well, the first thing that we've we've changed is our academic calendar. It's been modified. Uh, City classes, as, as everyone knows, probably by now, that will be uh, will begin Monday, August the third. Uh, The final exams for those CD classes will occur November the 16th through the 19th. Uh, And I think it's important for me to point out here that virtual courses will begin August the 24th and will conclude uh, December the 3rd full term. Now I need to point out that these are for students that maybe have made the decision to go to a university. Uh, and they get concerned about the health situation and they decide that they want to stay home, then they'll be able to do that uh, August 24th, which is when our virtual classes will start. So they will be able to enroll those classes at that time, and then they will conclude December the the 3rd. There will be guidance given to uh, division heads for face-to-face instruction. You know, we consider face-to-face instruction to be, this is a very vitally important element for all students attending college and as long as the health guidance and health issues does not prohibit northeast is going to be committed to in-person instruction to the extent that's possible that we can do our desire is for every student that they, they, they would have a majority of their courses with some face-to-face element to it and to accomplish this uh, northeast will be enacting some procedures to ensure the health of our students, faculty, and our staff. Uh, One would be, we're going to require facial coverings for all students and faculty in classrooms, and also the teaching labs. Uh, The distancing will be in, in place in all teaching spaces. Uh, each classroom, as I indicated earlier, will be sanitized before class in, in, in accordance with the CGC guidelines. All faculty who are teaching face-to-face classes will have the technology that will allow live stream or about, allow video capture, which will enable the students who are experiencing COVID-related uh, symptoms or they're in quarantine or something like that to view the lectures. And this kind of enhances the health and safety of all, but yet still provides that quality instruction that our students so desperately need. And again, let me uh, point out that our faculty will have the freedom to make decisions on their delivery, on how they conduct business in their classroom, and things like that. So that they will have that total freedom. Um, And we encourage our faculty to explore all different types of creative uh, approaches using Uh, blended and hybrid classes and and all the different types of approaches that we might have and also they provide the the in-person instruction and the interaction with the the student our campus life and our housing and residence hall we have a a more elongated move-in uh, over a period of several days to allow the safest environment possible, uh, as our dining services that I mentioned a moment ago, uh, they will have to go. They'll have prepackaged options, box lunches, uh, things like that. Uh, disposable goods will be used. There'll be no buffets or self-service permitted in our dining facility. So, as I said, also we look into the possibility of only takeout, uh, and also understand that. Um, our student counseling services will be available. Uh, we understand that there are crises that develop in our students' lives and our uh, employees' lives. And we have the counseling services that will be free and it will be confidential services, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, you can get in-person, uh, face-to-face uh, services too, which which will be provided at the Student Services Center. So if you have a student that is experiencing uh, difficult times with the COVID, uh, send them to the Success Center. Uh, Mentioned a moment ago about student organizations and campus events, Uh, these are permitted will be permitted. Of course, the, we'll be using the CDC guidelines and the Mississippi Department of Health for capacities which limits 50% of available seating capacity uh, in different areas. The Burgess Activity Center will continue to be open. And of course, they have reduced capacity, uh, enhanced cleaning and disinfective protocols are in place there for that. The athletics uh, is still kind of uh, up in the air. We're still looking at all the things that are available. Uh, Currently, we're looking at uh, now. the NJCAA has voted to go with spring football. Uh, We're looking at that. However, we are looking at continuing on a state basis the, the fall football season. So we will know more about that at the end of this week, and we'll certainly let you know of any decisions regarding how athletic events will be managed in fall Uh, 2020. So that's just a lot of it um, in a nutshell. We will be sending out a lot of information to you. do want to uh, let you understand also that employees that are in high-risk categories or if you feel uncomfortable about coming into this COVID situation that we have now, uh, please go by the Human Resource Office and, and, and contact that office about uh, any type of leaves that are available for you, and some, some of you may be able to work from home on a part-time basis or a full-time basis, so we encourage you to do that. So these are uh, briefly, briefly highlights of uh, some of the things coming down, a reopening, a plan for success. So you'll be hearing more about this, and you'll be getting it in uh, by email and also by hard copy all these things that have kind of gone over today. So in saying all that, I want to say how much we appreciate everybody's creativity, how much we appreciate everything that, that people have done and are going to do, and we will always, always, always look out for what's best for our employees and our students here. So thank you all for what you do. We're looking forward to a great year this year, and as always, Go Tigers!
0: Thanks, as always, for your time, Dr. Ford. And, of course, as always, go Tigers. A reminder to go to our website to get the latest information here at Northeast Mississippi Community College, including dorm move-in schedule, your curbside or appointment only for your iPad pickup, uh, and much more. That's AnEMcc.edu. And with that, we put a bow on this week's show. Special thanks, as always, to Michael Miller for all he does to get us on the air each week. So for our president, Dr. Ricky Ford, I'm Will Myers, saying thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week right here on Tiger Talk.